What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, as well as Aftershocks TV. And just wanted to remind you, before we get to this next episode, that my first ever book, Little Victories, A Tale of Divorce, Debauchery, and Finding Happiness, is still available on Amazon.com and at my website, Chris Aiken Books. If you're going through a divorce or a bad breakup or whatever, uh, this is going to be surprising because it's not just me telling dick jokes, but it's a fun book, but it's a very heartfelt book, and it's one that, uh, yeah, if you've gone through anything ugly, you can definitely relate to it, and maybe it'll help you get through it if you're going through it right now. So check it out, Little Victories. It is available now, Amazon.com or Chris Aiken Books. Know what else is available right now? This episode that you actually came here to see. Classic metal show featuring Joe Lynn Turner on lead vocal with uh, Bring On the Night, Straight Between the Eyes. That's right. So there you are. So uh, we're not uh, complete uh, Richie Blackmore haters anyway. I've just played some. God damn it. There you go. Let's see some love in that goddamn chat room. Kiss my fucking ass and suck my dick. <laughs> Give me a reach around, god damn it. Hand job. Yeah, hand job. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank our good friend, uh, Eric, for checking in. Right. And uh, so what do you think? What do you think of the girls on film? I think it sounds pretty close to the original, to be honest. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, it is an interesting tune. It It is a humble tune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> so there you are. Yeah, and it was yeah. a good thing having uh, Larry King, the legend, interview both uh, Sean McNabb and uh, Eric Ferentinos. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta add to the theater of the mind or the theater of the uh, digital video age. Dude, Sean had no idea what you were doing. That was so good. <laughs> oh, really? I well, I know that you were talking to him off air. Yeah. I I did not I honestly I didn't know you were doing that so well, I didn't. Were you and I were talking about it when yeah. on Thursday I I know but I when you didn't do it at the start of the show I didn't even think about that you would change mid show yeah well I was going to do it for the interviews because yeah. isn't that what Larry was known for oh. was his his uh, breaking interviews or his his uh, news making yeah his news making interviews so right. I had to I had to change in order to uh, do the interviews yeah. I just was like, damn, <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> logged in and saw you that way. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I was paying tribute. Well, there you go. You know, the, the man is, the man isn't even cold in the grave and I was paying tribute. That's right. I was wearing the vertical braces and everything. You were. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the glasses and I, I had the tie and I was ready and, you know, I yep. was. I was planning. I was doing show prep. I was ready. <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I got to do this right. That's right. <laughs> so there you are. But uh, seriously, though, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to go to L.A. All right. Well, there you go. I like the sound of that because that means a week off for me. <laughs> I love the sound of that. Well, knowing you, you go, well, you know, I got John lined up. or no, I, I need a break. Really? Yeah. I'm tired. I say that right now, but you know, I probably will take that week off because 
I could use a week off. All right. Well, I want to go out. I want to hang with Steven. I want to hang with Eric. I want to be a part of it. Yeah, that'll be fun. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan. Now that I know that that's happening, uh, I'll go out and hang at the, uh, legendary, uh, whiskey and maybe, you know, toss back a couple of Jack and Cokes at the rainbow and, you know, kind of enjoy that scene for a couple of days. Right. You know, cause kind of miss it. I'd like to get out and get away from the cold and the snow yeah. and the shit. And COVID and everything else. Well, you're not going to escape the COVID. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm going to have to wear a mask somewhere along the way. Well, sure, but but I'd imagine once you get inside, you'll be okay. Yeah, you would hope so anyway. Yeah, you would think. It's just a deterrent, man. It's just like you just don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, thankfully, Indiana, for, you know, for what it's worth, they're, they're not the you know, the communist regime of Chicago. Right. And, and I could go out if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's just such a drag, you know, you go, oh, you got to get out of the car. You got to put your mask on. You got to wear your mask inside. Then you got to take it off. Then you got to put it back on. If you got to hit the boys room, then you got to take it back off. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a big pain in the dick. It is. And it's just like, ugh, you know what? I'll just stay home. Exactly. No, I'm with you. Just can't take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that comedy show thing a couple weeks ago pretty much told me I I don't want to deal with it anymore. And and not just the broken foot part. No. By the way, how is the foot? Hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little better. In, yeah. in fairness, it's a little better. But dude, sleeping has been a bitch because it just fucking throbs at night for some reason. But but you know handful of aspirin and i'm good so a couple more weeks it should be better i've been staying off it as much as i can which you know in my line of work is a lot yeah so it's it's i mean it's better than it was last week so we'll take it as as that i'm not i'm not running around though i'll tell you that much i'm definitely sitting still i can't blame you for that it's definitely a sit still injury but is what it is you know okay well fair enough um anything anything on your mind here that you want to cover or do you want me to jump into anything or you want to you i have a story that i've been wanting to share all right let's let's jump into that then all right um so my friend ed he collects well everything he's a straight-up hoarder of sorts now, now, what it, what is his social status? Is he a single man now, or is he still, uh, you know, involved, or what's his? He's, deal? I guess, he's single. You know, he's, um, he's, he's on the prowl. I guess. You know, okay. He's, so, so his his problems are behind him. Well, he's He's, there's some legal things that need to be worked, but for the most part, he's. Did, did he read Little Victories? <laughs> oh, he's read Little Victories. <laughs> Believe me, he's writing his own chapters. All right. <laughs> he's still learning. He's still learning the lesson that I keep giving him over and over and over of don't fucking talk to her. Right. You know, move on. Do not yeah. respond. Okay. Don't get sucked into the text messages. Don't get sucked into the phone calls. It keeps right. 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 Mood. 
you know, but yeah, he's, he's slowly moving on. All right. So, so he's sort of kind of living life on his own terms. Yeah. You know, probably what? 80%. Yeah. I'd say. All right. I mean, he has little, little kids though. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's got, he's got that to deal with as well, but oh, you know, I, I think that my son, and I was thinking about this the other day, not to take away from your story. So yeah. to keep that on the burner, mm-hmm. but I was just thinking how fortunate I, I was to have the presence of mind, not to bang out some rugrats with some yeah. dick and be mm-hmm. just totally tethered to her forever. Right. And I was thinking, God damn. I have I've lived a good life. I, and I'm not saying this in a braggadocious way, yeah. but, I, but I've lived a good life. I've got to go places and do things and get to know people and do the show and, you know, kind of move freely, mm-hmm. you know? And I know so many people who have tethered themselves down mm-hmm. in life to where they're just fucking stuck. Yeah. Now for you personally, I know you, you know, obviously when things fell apart for you, fortunately your children were already adults. Yeah. Thank God. You know? And so the transition was not so difficult for you as far as the family life was concerned. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that it didn't take some kind of an emotional toll on you, which obviously it did as Mm -hmm. chronicled in your book. Right. But in the long run, it wasn't this whole fighting for custody and mm. you got to pick up a little, little Jimmy on Wednesdays and no. I pick him up on Fridays and all this bullshit. You didn't have no. to do that. Yeah. Thank God. But, but, but people who have, you know, got into that and, you know, they got involved with somebody, whether it's marriage or, mm-hmm. or just shared custody with, you know, offspring or something. Mm-hmm. Man, I I sit there and think, man, I'm glad I just I I j- I'm glad I just didn't get that involved. Right. To where, to where my life is so complicated that I'm miserable. Hey, you lucked out on that one, dude. I don't know if it was luck or it was just good upbringing. Mm, still, good I'm gonna, upbringing. I'm gonna I'm gonna credit my parents. I'm gonna credit my parents for that. I'm gonna credit my dad mostly for beating my ass. Yeah. And keeping me straight on the straight and narrow, which is really what's necessary mm-hmm. and not doing that. Well, I mean, I had a pretty good upbringing. My, my parents taught me morality and all that, but I still liked coming inside a chick. I'm <laughs> going to lie. I still like that fucking feeling. Well, who doesn't like that feeling? Of course. But you know, look at me. I indulge in everything thinking that I'm going to be like, Oh no, I'm going to stop now. Yeah, sure. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But anyway, go go on with your story. Okay, well, my story is about uh, Tim James's favorite band is Motley Crue, of course. The Motley Crue. The Motley Crue. Okay. And um, so Ed, being the hoarder that he is, <clears throat> he has like all these old magazines and um, and you know newspapers and stuff of just about everything you can think of. Okay. And I've got a lot of that stuff myself, not well, to the point where I got a room full of it, but I still, I do have a fairly sizable collection. Sure. Well, he has, he definitely has more than you. He has just boxes and boxes of this shit. All right. So he was going through some stuff and he found this interview from 1983 
from We Magazine. All right. Of Motley Crew. <laughs> the Motley Crew. The Motley Crew. Right. And I'm going to assume that this is one that the Motley boys do not are wishing was was not out there and would not have gotten discovered. Well, this was very, very early in their career, though. It is. It's definitely the too fast for love era, I'm assuming. But uh, here, I'll, I'll, I edited this a little bit so that we can air it on the videos. But All right. But there's the there's the first page of the story. Giving glitter a good name. Okay. Okay. And, and and just just so you're aware, these photos that I'm showing you, these jewels, which everybody has to start somewhere, I guess. These jewels with this ugly chick are taken by your friend Mark Weiss. Oh well, that's that's understandable. Yeah, this is early. I guess early in his career. I guess well, you say an ugly chick, isn't that Vince? No, that's not Vince. That's a chick. Are you sure? I'm positive. There's tits underneath those um those uh CMSPN logos I put there. All right. It's definitely a chick. All right. So okay. Well, it kind of looks like Vince. It looks no. like it looks like uh Tommy and, and uh Nikki yeah. grabbing Vince's nuts. No, well, we'll get a Vince picture here. Let's see. All right. There's Vince right there. Okay. Down. All right. He's in the red jacket. Yeah. And there's this chick again with Tommy and, and there's all kinds of, there's, there's this picture. Now, then, now where, where was this? Where were these photos at? We magazine. Oh, you, I, Oh, Oh yeah. The, the porn magazine. Yeah. The porn magazine. Oh, okay. I get you. All right. So here's another photo of them with this chick, but then, so I, I start reading the interview and boy, I get it. And I, and I'm going to say this up front. I know that they're just fucking kidding around. I know this up front, but this really doesn't play well in 2021 at no, all. Yeah. Well, it, as, as the old, uh, cliche says it didn't age well. No, this did. I mean, this, this probably wasn't very, this was probably outrageous in, um, in, uh, 1983 when this came out, but it really is not good now. Okay. So let me let me blow this up. Now how how did you get these clips? Did are these scanned in or Yeah, they're 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 scanned in. Okay. Ed, Ed scanned it and um sent it over, but All right. In this little clip, they talk about fucking chicks from 11 to 13 years old. <laughs> so it specifically says 11? Yes, I'll read it to you. All right. Uh, it says, Vince Neal, hey, can we advertise in We Magazine? And We says, knock yourself out. Vince, I'm looking for a blonde about five foot two, 102 pounds, maybe t about 20. No, make that 18. Nah, make it between 13 and 23. <laughs> 13. Right. 13. And, and We goes, you think young. And Mick Mars goes, you think that's young. You haven't heard mine yet. She should be between 13 and 13 and a half. <laughs> so a six, a six month span there. Yeah. All right. She has to be a tall blonde or a brunette or a redhead. And then we says, what do you guys do when you're not playing? Nikki? We, Oh, we just have fun. Go to concerts. Fuck. Hey, do you want the real dirt or what? We says, sure. And Vince says, we're the loudest, the grossest, the mouthiest. We'll, we'll fucking outgross anybody. And now here's Mick Mars. 
we like to give baths to 11 year old girls. <laughs> and Vince says tongue baths, no wow. sponges, just tongues. Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they, um, substituted well we like to give tongue baths with oui yeah it would have been. <laughs> that would have been funnier but okay but yeah th i mean this is the only little clip that just really jumped out at me. i was like holy smokes yeah even for 1983 that that's pretty that's pretty brutal <laughs> <laughs> jeffrey epstein anyone my god they're looking for somebody between 11 and 13 and a half yikes wow and these are the guys that are telling you that you're bad if you voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, of course. <laughs> these guys. These guys are the guys that are that are telling us that we're bad because of who we voted keep for. Keep that under wraps, will you? Keep that keep that quiet, will you? Well, I'm sure they I'm sure they don't want this interview, you know, publicized, but here it is. Is it wasn't there a time where you said, and mm -hmm. I quote, Oh, we were just fucking around. Well, you know, in today's cancel culture, yeah. we're yeah. going to retroactively cancel you. Stadium tour canceled. Yeah, exactly. Please. It's Motley Crue. Nobody's going to give a fuck. That, well, again, that's my point. Some people could get away with it. Some people mm -hmm. can't. Exactly. Again, you and I reading that, I go, yeah, you, th these guys are just being shocking. Mm -hmm. You know, they're being shock jockerish. Yeah. They're right. They're just trying to stir it up. Yeah, of course. You know, and I get that because we came from that era and we right. get it because it's just like, what well, wasn't uh, Motley's live album loud as hell. Um, maybe, I don't know. I, I think that was what it was. It was loud as hell. Right. Oh my God. They used the word hell. Yeah. Oh boy. You know, it's like, I get it. <laughs> you know? That, that, that was an era where, you know, some people, not everyone, mm -hmm. some people found certain things. Oh my God, look at that. Ooh, you know, and, and that was the end of it. Yeah. But today everyone takes everything so literal mm -hmm. that it was just like, that's exactly what you meant or, right. or you, you're not going to get away with that because we're going to somehow you know, make you pay and pay and pay. Right. You know, so stupid. I know it's crazy. I, I, I would give anything to go back 30 years. Yeah, I would. It was it a better was, time. It was a better time. It was fun. There was fun in the world and people didn't, you know, people went, you know, again, it was, it was like, did you hear what Vince Neal said, and you go, what did he say? And he goes, oh, he wanted to give a bath to a, a, a tongue bath to an 11 year old. Oh my God, dude. And then like 10 minutes later it was forgotten. Yeah. 10 minutes later, it's like, all right, let's listen to fucking looks to kill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you just went about your business and you didn't yeah. think about it again. And you never went about going, you know what? I wonder if Vince really meant that. Right. Nobody thought that. No, of course Nobody. not. Nobody. Nobody thought that they went, oh man, they, you know, that's Motley. Oh, they're shocking. Look at those guys. Look how they're dressed. You know, they're, they're crazy. They're out of control, mm -hmm. you know? And then that's about where it ended. Yeah. And, and to be clear, you know, I don't think that they should be canceled because this exists. I don't, I agree too. It's, it's stupid. 
you know, I get it. It's in con everything is context. Yeah. You know, but everything is taken out of context today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, is they were, this, what, this was nothing more than trying to get attention. Of course. I mean, look, you're in a porn magazine. Yeah. How many people were buying? We, yeah, not, not a bunch. And they certainly weren't buying it for the fucking stunning articles. Yeah. They weren't reading about Motley crew no. or the Motley crew. No. no. So I, I mean, it, it is what it is, but it just, I, I just found this or saw this and I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> I was like 11 years old. Wow. That's, that's, that's even, joking, it's even joking. That's a bit young. It is. I agree. <laughs> But, but, you know, looking back at the, at the environment mm -hmm. and the time, yeah. again, these guys were trying to establish themselves and making themselves memorable. Yeah. And of course they're going to say, oh man, we're, we're just, we're just crazy and out of control and wild. Yeah. And we're going to say some crazy wild shit. That's right. And, but again, this is the whole Howard Stern success thing. Mm-hmm. Howard was doing some crazy fucking shit on commercial radio that hadn't done be been done before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, was it different? Yeah, it definitely was different. I mean, you know, he gained an audience. Listen to this guy. He's saying stuff that I never heard before. Right. You know, same thing. Mm -hmm. the, and again, there, there's really nothing new under the sun at this point, but now we're making an issue of everything. Yeah, now not we, but but some people. Yeah, the the worst part is there are people that would see this and be like, "Well, they should never be allowed to." Yeah, we need to retroactively somehow punish them for their their trespasses. Their tour, their stadium tour needs to be canceled immediately. You know, you know, there's people they need to have that movie taken off of Netflix, right? You know, there's people out there that that would think that. Of course, you know. And it's like, dude, it's obviously joking. It's obviously playing around. There's no joke about that. There's no joking about child molestation. Yeah, there That's was funny. Yeah, well, to you, to to you, the the person that whines about everything. Some of us can actually understand jokes and take them as what they are—a perversion of of reality. What? Yeah, that's what that's what a joke is. You take reality and you pervert it as far as you can to make it funny. But people don't get it. No. But there you go. I just want to go back to the time when there was still fun in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't even remember when that was. Wasn't that long ago. <sighs> was it 10 years ago? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, no, they probably like 10 years ago. And then that's when everybody started basically. Well, Facebook debuted in what? 2011. Oh no. It was before that. Was it? Yeah. It was like seven. No. Oh, well, whenever Facebook's, whenever Facebook started gaining popularity, that's when the fucking funny started draining out of life. Yeah. You know, so there you have it. <sighs> <laughs> But yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that. All right. So there you go. Motley Crue looking for 11-year-olds. Well, I agree. 
if and when the stadium tour gets, uh, you know, rescheduled with Def Leppard mm-hmm. and uh, who is it, Joan Jett? Yeah, Joan Jett, uh, Def Leppard, and Poison. Th- this shouldn't happen. Yeah, Poison should be the headliner. Now. I-, I think that uh, Motley should be knocked off of there. Yeah. Def Leppard uh, should be the high- highlight. After what they said 35 years ago, they need to be removed. Yes. <laughs> Disgusting. Horrible. Just a just a horrible, horrible group of men. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of disgusting and weird. Okay. A man turns himself into a black alien by removing his nose and his top lip. How the fuck did you find this story? Well, I didn't find it. All right. I will uh, give credit where credit is due or uh, our fan, Brian Bauman. Okay. Who submits many, many stories through the week. He sent this over. Sure. Okay. You'll probably be able to find this and post it up there on the video or the, or at least a picture of it. All right. Uh, this wannabe alien has a face only a mother could love. Anthony Lafredo, that is Anthony L O F F R E D O, Lafredo, a 32 year old Frenchman who wants to be a quote unquote black alien. Has gotten his nose removed in Spain where it is legal to do so. Is it not legal to do so somewhere else? Well, I guess it's self-mutilation or something. I don't know. Jeez. Uh, Anthony Lafredo, a 32-year-old Frenchman who wants to be a black alien, has got his nose removed in Spain. He also had his upper lip cut off and covered his entire body, including his eyeballs (laughs) and tattoos as part of his The Black Alien Project on Instagram. Oh, good. Yep, that's him right there. There he is. Looks cool. Look at that guy. That's a good look. That's That's a a guy that'll be complaining that he can't get a job. That that's That's a look that says, I will never know the taste of pussy ever again. Or, or employment. <laughs> In a reptilian twist, Lafredo also had his tongue split. Jeez, oh man. So not only does he have his head shaved, his, his nose removed, his top lip removed. Now he's got his tongue split like a serpent. What's the what's the timeline for the suicide of this guy? Mm, Twenty four months. Yeah, I, I don't see him lasting. I mean, geez, oh man! Can you imagine <laughs> sitting down to that with that for dinner? Oh, hey, son, what's up? What you do today? I played video games. Yeah. Now, apparently in the Biden administration, we're not supposed to think that's crazy. No, that's just normal. That's just normal. That's normal behavior. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, speaking about his latest transformation, he did not reveal when he had the creative work done or by whom, but said he now struggles to speak after his lip removal operation. <laughs> What's going on here, guys? Guys, you like my tattoos? You think I look cool? <clears throat> He's learning Klingon now. Yeah. Then I'm impressed, okay? <laughs> the oddball plastic surgery aficionado said he now dreams of removing his skin and replacing it with metal. <laughs> metal? <laughs> metal! <laughs> as well as modifying his arms, legs, fingers, and the back of his head. Oh, good. Well, whether whether uh, Mr. Uh, Lafredo knows, your skin is your largest organ. Yeah. So, I don't know. Despite his startling his appearance, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has he says he has no problem attracting members of the opposite sex. Get the fuck out of here. I've known some I've known some pretty good chicks over the years. Yeah. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine not one of them going, man, you know what? Forget I, the good I've met this I met this guy and he's really caught my attention. He looks like an alien, but goddamn, he is fucking sexy. Dude, forget the good ones. Well, even the lot lizards, are they really going to come after this human lizard? I mean, what the hell? I don't know. Uh, thank you to at Oz Karmaquez body mod for having marked my life. Now I walk with my head high. Thanks to you. I'm proud of what we did together. Lafredo wrote on his Instagram about his dramatic nose job. Mm. In 2017, he told the French paper Mighty Lebray. From a very young age, I had been passionate about the mutations and transformations of the human body. Oh, that's great. I had a click when I was a security guard. I realized that I was not living my life the way I wanted to. And I stopped everything at 24 and left for Australia. Okay. I love getting into the shoes of, of a scary character. I often settle down somewhere and play a role, especially at night in the dark streets. Well, good. What's his name? Richard Ramirez. Yeah. I hear, I hear he's up for Biden's um, secretary of health. Yeah. He'd fit right in there. He probably would. I explore the contrast between the role I play and myself, uh, Lafredo added. (laughs) Jeez. (sighs) What is wrong with this? What's more crazy, though, that he did this or that the news, the news, quote unquote news, use this? Why would they give this credibility? Because giving this any kind of credibility just invites more people to act like this. Right, of course. It's ridiculous. Well, again, 
Everybody wants to be a star. Is that really going to be a star? Well, we're talking about it. Can you imagine this dude at 50? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's in his 20s. Can you imagine this dude in his 50s? Well, if he makes it that long. Yeah, well, yeah, true. I guess maybe he's not thinking that far down the road. But Wow, what a look. All right, well, good for him. Goddamn sexy, if you ask me. <laughs> Is Taylor texting you asking for his phone number? <laughs> I, I'd like to go out with the alien guy. <laughs> I like the thunderbolt thing going on in the, on his cheek there. That's oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Smoking hot. Yeah, that's something. All right. Jesus right. Christ. Uh, let's see here. We done oh, with this guy? Uh, well, Taylor being that she's listening to the show. Yeah. She said him and Victor can start a band, the reptiles. <laughs> well, this guy could definitely fit the role. <laughs> wow. So there you are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of weird shit. Okay. Uh, a daughter has been arrested for allegedly keeping a dead mom in an apartment freezer. Why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, sometimes you just can't let go. Yeah, I mean, you say that like that's crazy or something. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy, man. Huh. A Japanese woman has been arrested after a cleaner found her mother's body in the freezer of her Tokyo apartment. Mm. The body had been bent in the, to fit in the freezer. The police said, okay. Yumi Yashino now 48 said she hid the body 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years after coming home and finding her 60 year old mother dead because she didn't want to move out of their home. Oh my God. Wow. There was no visible, uh, wounds on the frozen body. Okay. Officials couldn't determine the time and the cause of the woman's death. Okay. The body was reportedly discovered after Yashino had been evicted from her apartment due to missing rent payments. And Yashino was arrested in a hotel in the city of Chiba near Tokyo on Friday. Okay. <laughs> for freezing her mother yeah can you imagine that being read in court uh your honor like to plead not guilty to right freezing my mother yeah what the fuck well i came home she was dead and uh you know i didn't want to get the authorities involved so i thought you know i just kind of put her in the freezer yeah and uh you know Time went by and I totally forgot about it. Yeah. She was covered with pot pies and a ham and, a, <laughs> you know, and, and some popsicles. So I didn't see her. So it was all good. Yeah. And then I thought, holy shit, I just got evicted and I left my mom behind. And I, it's not like I could put a packer in a suitcase. Yeah. And, um, well, there you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? 
Yeah. I mean, you know, good old mom. She was always there for me and shit, but I wasn't there for her. No. So now I feel bad about it. So I froze her. Exactly. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you say we take a break? All right. We'll uh, play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll try to get things centered back up here time-wise. All right. Yeah, we're we're a little off the mark tonight. Yeah, we're we? a little bit off the mark, but uh, I'll let you pick a tune. What do you want to hear? All right. How about if we go with, um, let's, let's bring the energy up a little bit. Let's go All with right. um, Exodus with uh, Black 13 from Blood In, Blood Out. Okay. Exodus Black 13. Yep. Okay. Up a little bit. Yeah, we're all right. We're struggling to get going for some reason. Yeah, it's it is what it is. All right. Well, we're gonna play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll do this. Uh we'll do some more stuff. So here it is. It's Exodus exclusively here. On your classic. All right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right, cmspn.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there. You listen to the episodes there. And maybe you even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone, to whatever podcasting software you use. But do it from cmspn.com. Once again, cmspn.com, cmspn.com, cmspn.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.